to another video games to the max. This is episode number 133, and I am your host Sean Garmer. This is the official Foreign Games Zone podcast. With me today, the co-host Mark Morrison. Howdy. Ah, oh, well, Mark. I mean, it's been a week. Yep. Any, anything uh, happening? Playing more of that Tecrum answer game. <laughs> well. You don't sound too enthused by it. No, it's it's wearing on me quite a bit now, just because it's just there's a lot of fetch quests, or just going over to this area and killing some guys, and running back to the starting zone or where you got the quest. And the towns are pretty badly uh, designed. As in not having a lot of things, or just like the like the paths are crazy. Like, the thing that worked in Mass Effect was everything was pretty right-oriented, like right, you know, like right angles and stuff like that. In this game, it's a bunch of twisting paths that are multi-layered, like, so you have to switch between floors on the map. There's no, like, compass system or waypoint system. There's, like, a mini-map one, but it's not great. (laughs) Yeah, you would think that most games tend to come with some kind of waypoint system or something at this point. Uh, combat is just very wearing. Um, I cheated I cheated and it's got like infinite exploding traps. So I lay a bunch of those down and everyone dies and that's about it. <laughs> and I'm about 10 hours in and the plot decided to move a little. So, Oh, that's... Yeah. That's always great. And uh, I bought a bunch of dumb crap on Prime Day. <laughs> so what did you... I'll just say this right now. Probably be prepared to hear my daughter and dog and everybody else as they're uh, coming in from... Well, she had swimming lessons today. She decided to be a brat and not get in the pool until... Basically, when everybody had already got it. Basically, when her lesson was over, she decided to get over her fear of not wanting to go in the water uh even though she likes the pools i guess she just wants to be you know different and so i guess uh she was taken to go run an errand and they decided to show up now so just letting everybody know you hear kid voice or dog barking or other people voices that's probably what it is uh and we're live and i really can't uh do much about it so sorry um Go ahead. I, I uh, bought two movies, two TV shows, and one game. Well, what what is that? Uh, the to... movies I bought were uh, Pacific Rim and Fury Road. Um, can, can never go wrong with either of those. The TV shows I grabbed were Rescue Me, The Complete Thing, and Warehouse 13. Wow. And the game I forgot I bought... Warehouse 13 had that show. <laughs> Yeah, this, the, I I was a fan of that show, but the last season was really terrible. So I'll probably watch up to season four and then stop watching it. Oh, it lasted that long. Okay, it got five seasons, but the fifth season only had like six episodes. Uh, and yeah. the game I got was Ratchet and Clank for PS4. Since oh. Adam's never going to send me his copy, <laughs> did he forget about that? I guess I assume so. <laughs> 
Did it cost too much? Yeah, it was twenty bucks, so that's, that's worth it bad. for that game. Like, yeah. If I instantly go on mute, you know what happened. Just find something to talk about if we're not talking about something already. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I've been playing the same three games I've been playing for the last couple of weeks. Uh, basically, Pokemon Yellow is my game that I use when I need to go to the bathroom. And then, you know, I played a bit, a bit more Pokemon Go. actually went out and went on a little excursion with my daughter, so it's like a game she can play. And, you know, she couldn't figure out actually how to mess with the phone so that it would actually try to catch the Pokemon. It's it's not... I mean, there's a trick to it, obviously. But it's not, like, always the easiest thing. And then, of course, once you get into some of these harder-to-catch Pokemon, it can be a, a bit of a nasty thing uh, to deal with. So, I mean, I mean, like, and it's designed that way because if it's easy to catch them on the first try every time, uh, it wouldn't be as fun. Obviously, this is, again, I want to point this out. There's a lot of people that do this, and I, I find it really funny. Like, this is not a game that you need to be playing while you're driving or doing anything that involves you necessarily moving unless you're actually at the place on foot because you can easily get distracted. I did it myself, and... Luckily, I have long red lights to go on this long pathway that I have to take to go to and from work. I only did it one time. After I did it the, the one time, I was like, I'm sure there's probably cops that are looking for people that are doing this. I'm not going to do this anymore. But I caught about six Pokemon on my way. And this is just going on a road. So I can imagine where, you know, anytime you go around water, anytime, anything like that, there's always, uh, you know... Uh, Pokemon there, like there's a little lake that's in my apartment complex and it has like Magikarp and other things in it, so it's cool. Um, it's not something like I'm I'm gonna prefer the games necessarily. Um, you know, like I'm having fun going through Pokemon Yellow again, and that's it. Uh, like I'm not I'm not big on I don't think I'm gonna be doing all this huge thing in Pokemon Go. Maybe if uh, I have somebody at work that decides to, whenever they put in the trading thing, maybe that goes. But, you know. Uh, so. Yeah, I tried Pokemon Go, and it worked in my room, but I'm on a tablet. So the minute I got a Wi-Fi, I was like, nope, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it, it has to use your GPS signal, so it doesn't really work without. Well, it has to be online, too. That's the thing. Like. GPS and, like, internet. Yeah. So, it, my G- tablet has GPS. It doesn't have Wi-Fi. Why, yeah. Or, yeah, so I was like, whatever. Yeah, you either have to have the 3G or Wi-Fi in order for it to work. Um, also, the Pokemon didn't actually show up in the tablet. <laughs> that, that was another weird thing. Like, you I caught had, it? I, if it's... Well, I, you can turn the AR off. So, something just flashed on the screen and I threw it through, like, I just tapped my finger and I got it. And I was like, whatever. Like, this, this uh, kind see, of... I thought if you turn the AR off, it just makes it to where it doesn't move. No, it doesn't even show up. Ah. <laughs> huh. Yeah, see, because I, like, from, I don't know, from just watching something they said, if you're having problems with you don't want to have to move the screen around, if you turn the AR off while you're actually engaging a Pokemon, it will just stand still in the middle. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't show yeah. up at all. Like, it, I mean, ah. 
Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's not it's not augmented reality at that point. It's not really there. I mean, I I find it hilarious. Like all the <laughs> between the people that uh, are shocked as hell about why people are just all in this park trying to catch Pokemon, or the people that decide that they want to be the too cool for school people that go, oh. This is shit, and I'm tired of seeing it in my timeline for whatever social media I'm in. It's like, you know, you don't have to be a hater. Well, someone on, someone on Twitter pointed out pretty eloquently that everyone talking about this now is like what happens when people talk about the Super Bowl to me. Or any sporting event ever. <laughs> right. Um, or, or, or your Twitter is even worse when you're live tweeting... And, like, half your timeline's talking about that event, and you're not. It's like, well, I mean, you either got to deal with it or block a bunch of people. And it's like, you really want to do that over one Facebook I just found, I the best one I saw was the, uh, the one where they talked about, okay, so this has done a great job of getting people to go outside and exercise. And then when people were doing this with Candy Crush, nobody said shit, you know. And you don't actually have to do... You don't have to move at all with Candy Crush. You just yeah, that, that's butt. a Facebook <laughs> game. That isn't it just bejeweled. <laughs> yeah, but you can even play on your phone. You know, and you can just sit there on your couch and play that for hours. You know, yeah, but so, like the whole crux of Pokemon Go is you're supposed to go out and right. like, interact with shit. It's not like yeah, that's that's the complete opposite of what <laughs> Candy Crush is. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. Like people were. Com- Nobody ever complained about the fact that, like, almost everybody at one point was playing Candy Crush and would except, post the same post it on Facebook. Except you know? me, I never, I never played it. <laughs> I played it once to see what it was all about. I was like, okay, uh, you know, it's whatever. It's Peggle. It's the million different ways that you can play this game uh, besides something called Candy Crush. <laughs> you know, Tetris, except you don't have to make shapes. I mean, it's the same. Yeah, that's. That's the thing. Like, I, I, I already isn't it bejeweled? I didn't even know. Yeah, it's, it's basically it's bejeweled. Yeah, it's it's like why would I play like a crappy timed, energy like costing version of bejeweled when I already have bejeweled on Steam? And you don't have to, you don't have to deal with the microtransactions. Yeah, so it's like, who does this? <laughs> People like, that be- never played games other than stuff on their phone. Yeah, so. it's like bejeweled is five bucks. I mean, maybe ten. It's like. For that, yeah. you, have, you have an infinite mode that'll never end. It's like, what more do you want? I mean, if you have an Xbox 360 or Xbox One, uh, Peggle, Peggle 2, they're, they've been there. <laughs> so it's the same same stuff, you know. And they even had, I think they even had a 360 have Bejeweled. Yeah, I, think I have buy. it. So, like, it's, it's always funny to me, the, the whole thing, like, when you get one of these crazes, you know, and uh, people just, just go nuts about it. Um, so, uh, moving out of the game, out of games and things that we're playing, which, uh, you know, I would say, have you, do you think we'll ever get the actual, because I haven't done any of the battles yet, but obviously the battling is the thing that people keep complaining about, that they hate the whole, you either have to tap it, or you have to hold and swipe to do the special attack. Do you think we ever get the turn-based combat? That makes it more like the actual games. No, because that would dip too into like just being a real Pokemon game. That was my thought too. Like that's what makes it a phone game. If you 
do the turn base, which is the re the reason they didn't do the turn base is because you'll get a lot of people that are not used to those kind of RPGs and they'll get mad and they'll say, oh, why am I doing this whole thing waiting for my turn? Crap, this is boring. Um, which is stupid. And I get it if you've never played the Pokemon games or never played a turn-based RPG for some reason. Which I guess we're at that point in life where we've gone through that generation that possibly probably has never played a turn-based RPG. Well, plus uh, it also would involve like, a lot more like artificial intelligence. Right. So, it's like, no. They would probably have to have moves you'd have to select and stuff like that. Yeah, which, like, yeah. If, isn't it Pokemon 4 moves? Yes. Yeah, so it'd probably just be like that. Even if you just had two, it's still, like, like where you have one that you constantly can choose, and then when you fill up the meter, you can then pick your special or whatever. You could still do it that way. I think, like, what you're saying, you have to remember that now, now we... Popularity can always change something. It's possible that that uh, Nintendo sees this and says, "Look, uh, the only the only thing I will the only thing that I will think will probably prevent this from happening is that Sun and Moon are coming out this year, and they want you to still buy Sun and Moon. They don't want Pokemon Go to become the only Pokemon thing you play. So, like the fact that they're even doing trading at all." tells you that they've already made a concession, that they understand that this is a big deal and they need to make it more social. But the whole battling thing, I think it's really supposed to be an extra thing for you to do. And they don't want it to become your only Pokemon game. Yeah, it's well. not going to be. I mean, it's just, they're making bank on it, though. Like I said, they would last week. But, I mean, it's not going to be the full thing. And it'll never be that. Yeah, outdoing what finally outdid Pokemon Shuffle in a couple of days, and then was what the number one fastest selling whatever. Yeah, it's uh, like it's like outdoing Tinder and crap like that. That's like what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's it, it's hitting that right note right now with all the nostalgia of you know not just me but you know being able to show my kid my kid that and so many parents that have kids uh, i have a i have a teenage co a cousin that's what i think he's he's 18 19 now i mean he's all about it and you think that that would be the age he would think this is not this is way past being cool or whatnot it's it's still it's still amazing to me that people are are all about playing it um but yeah mo moving on from this uh other than the fact that it seems like this pokemon go being big which the only other thing that they had that was sort of live action was that Pikachu detective game or whatever, um, has kind of reinvigorated people in wanting to get the license for the live action movie. So how long do you expect before we hear somebody got the rights? Like a month, maybe? I don't think ever, because I think Nintendo is very skittish about that stuff still. They're they're getting they're trying to get people to get those rights. Like they've got three or four movie studios already lined up. I mean. I, I just can't imagine they don't say no, or they don't say yes eventually. I, I think if they ever do say yes, they'll come with so many restrictions that it'll never happen in the first place. Like, I I mean, I thought Nintendo was all about, they had signed up, a, they had said that they were into, now they mean into making animated movies. But... Well, all, like, the thing is, is a lot of, a lot of their other franchises could be, like, it could be a real life thing like mario 
aside from the one movie, could could be real life or Zelda yeah. or Metroid. Pokemon, not so much because you have the trainer who's human, but then you have a lot of CGI. I would assume creatures running around, and that would look pretty fake. Yeah, I mean, you uh, could do a CG movie. Sort of. I mean, yeah, but what the hell's the difference between that and the anime? <laughs> well, you, I mean, if you wanted to do it in the Pokemon Go style or whatever, do it that way with the C, the CG movie, and it still feels a little bit different than having the animated ones or, or whatever. I just, you're right in that there would be way too much going on because it's different to have it for, like, you know, you just have it in, in certain parts for... Like when the dragon shows up in Game of Thrones or or other things like that that aren't really there, but to have it there constantly, I imagine is it would cost them so much money. Yeah, like Pokemon, like that's the crux of the movie or the the whole like point. It's not to see Ash or whoever catch or you know just talk talk to Misty and Brock or whatever. It's like no, when I see Pikachu beating the hell out of someone. Yeah, so let's the. Sort of the thing that came out right before we, well, not technically right before we started doing this, but about a few hours before, is this Nintendo is coming. My daughter always thinks it's funny to just punish the dog as if the dog is not real or something. The dog uh, CGI. So there you yeah, go. exactly. You know, <laughs> the poor dog. He just gets beat all the time. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the Nintendo is coming out with a mini. NES, and it's $60, it comes with 30 games, you've got a good assortment of games here, but like, did it, I, I don't get the whole, at least not having some kind of built-in virtual console to buy more, or something, like, I, I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to... I'd imagine they're trying to just see if this sells, right? Like, that would be in their thought. Well, the thing is, 60 bucks, and I would imagine if they put it in, like, a network port, and then having to build up a whole storefront for it, that would probably drive up the price a little. Um, I mean, it just it's just one of those, like, cheap Rite Aid, Genesis, or ColecoVision, or Intellivision, like, knockoff things. Except those were actually more functional, because they had the, the Genesis ones, at least at the cartridge slot in them <laughs> yeah I just uh, that's the thing too like I think I, I'd imagine what they're thinking is that the Nintendo the NES is is so old how many people really do have those NES cartridges out there and then Nintendo has no way to sell them really through official means like, they don't want people to have to go through eBay. Nintendo's always been like this. They don't want you to have to go through eBay or secondhand to get their it stuff. It should make so. more than fuck it. <laughs> yeah, but this is the difference between creating the cartridges that would necessarily go in the NX and now creating those old cartridges that would cost them, like, what, $10 a cartridge? I mean, that's expensive to go make those old games, I think, at this point. Oh, sure, but yeah. people... Would... People would still buy it. I mean, let's be honest here. Yeah, I mean that's what uh, Jesse in our in one of the groups that I, I post the the show in when it goes live. He was talking about uh, his problem is that the mini NES does not play the actual cartridges, which is the appeal of collecting and playing old school systems. 
I can use my phone or my computer to play emulated versions of the game. Yeah, you can play an NES. You can play NES games on a web browser. Yeah, and the thing is, you could probably get every now. I don't know if this means Nintendo's going to try to hunt down people, which they've threatened to do this before, uh, but usually not to very much success. Uh, I don't know if this is going to make them go try to hunt down all these emulator websites and whatever, but it's just like everything else. You kill one, another one's going to pop up, and not to mention there's probably so many people that just already have them on their computer because – why? Because you could probably get every single NES game that ever came out on one uh, flash drive. You know? uh, I They've always said that, but they never do. Like I looked, at, I just googled like full NES ROM, uh, like set, and it's. This, I don't know if it's complete or not, but this one is, like I'd say, four hundred games, and it's two hundred thirty-seven megabytes. Whoo! Not even close to like five hundred. Like not even close to like five hundred megs. Jeez, not even half a gig. So and a can... lot, a lot of the games in this thing I'm looking at are patched versions of games or like the Japanese version and stuff like that. So if you just counted like American games, it'd probably be like 130 megabytes. Probably just even 100 really. Yeah. So yeah, I mean if if they were serious about that, they would have done it when the Wii came out originally, but they never did. So do you think that there's a way for them to possibly fix any of this like to make it to where you could they could add more games eventually like maybe come up with a a version that's a little bit more expensive but with them being able to add games as it goes or i mean sure but they'll sell this first and then see what the what the uh interest is later on that's what they always do yeah I, i mean and then you know we have to understand that nintendo is not scared at all about Look, look, uh, look how many times they put at the DS. Yeah, as, as we've talked about a bunch of times, they are not at all worried about putting out multiple versions of one thing. Um, I would imagine that they would also have to find third parties that would that would want to parcel out more of their games and and whatnot as well. But I'm sure that's not too hard to deal with for an old system like that. Uh, do you think we get like a Super Nintendo one? I could see that being a tad more challenging, just because some of the like more complex games involved. Um, but sure, why not? It'd be nice if that one had a slot, though, because I think more people still have the Super Nintendo games lying around. That that one, though, it would really depend more on like the games themselves, like what games are in this thing. Like aside from the Nintendo ones, obviously. Yeah, what do you think of the games that are that are on it? The the NES one. Um, yeah, it's a decent enough list. I'd probably want more Mega Man games, but we talked about like they probably don't. Capcom probably doesn't want to compete with that collection they put out. Um, not having Contra on it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but most of those games are quality enough. Like. I'd probably put a boy and his blob on there. Bubble Bubble 2 would be a good thing. Darkwing Duck would be awesome. But, I mean, those are pretty niche titles, like all things considered. 
Yeah, I mean, you get one, you get Final Fantasy one, but not Final Fantasy two, which I know Final Fantasy two is very looked down upon, but um, you get, uh, I mean, you get most of the pretty like big hits. Let's be honest here. I mean, you get Bubble Bobble. And you said no Bubble Bobble two. You do get two Castlevanias. You get uh, Donkey Kong, Double Dragon 2. Four, four, four Mario games. Yeah, the four Mario games. Tecmo Bowl. Legend of Z- both the Legend of Zeldas. I mean, Metroid. Uh, weird, that, yeah. weird that it's not the uh, Tyson Punch-Out. But. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's most of the list, right? That's like if you did look at top eight NES games. I mean, they're all on there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, and this is with them ch- still trying to obviously sell you the virtual console, or whatever. So, yeah, it's... but they don't. That thing is like so half-assed that. Oh yeah. Like I, it was funny a few weeks ago that they're like, we finally put Mario RPG in the Wii U virtual console. It's like. It's been on the Wii one for at least a few years. Like, why wasn't it on the Wii U one, like, day one? Or why didn't all this stuff just transfer over to the Wii U in the first place? And why, is it on the, why isn't it on the 3DS one where it would be so much easier to play an RPG like that? Yeah. It just... Like, Nintendo still, like, just does not get it about their, like, backward compatible or, like, virtual console stuff. Like, in the slightest. Sorry again, my my kid decides that she thinks it's hilarious to uh, pin the dog against my door and then I, sit there and play with him against my door, too. It's just... That's why you need to trank dart either the kid or the dog. <laughs> no, it's just like, there is an entire apartment for you to go play with the dog, but you've got to sit because the dog, he wants me to basically open the door. Uh, to let him in, and I, I don't let him in because the, he barks at everything that moves. So yeah. she <laughs> won't decide to just go play with him somewhere else. She has to play with him right there, which is always funny to me. But uh, yeah, I mean, you you can uh, it comes with a it connects to HDMI, so you don't have to. Uh, you can uh, you'd have to get the adapter much like you did with the 3ds to have it actually charge uh, in into your plug. But if you want to charge it with your computer or charge it with the TV itself, uh, you can do that. Uh, I didn't see anywhere where it talks about how long the battery life is. I can't imagine that it's too fast, but maybe not. I'd say what probably about as much as the 3ds, like six hours or so, probably. So, I mean, I don't think it's maybe sixty dollars a little bit too much. Maybe yeah, forty would have been better. But it's Nintendo, and they all always kind of overcharge. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. November eleventh is when this thing comes out. Obviously, it'll go by how many people know about it, where they sell this kind of thing, and if uh, I think the the whole thing with the plug not being included is probably going to piss some people off. But, uh, you know, you probably should... Hopefully that's on the box somewhere, you'd imagine. Just send in 15 more dollars. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, $60 wasn't enough. 
Uh, still waiting on that NX, Nintendo. Thank you for the diversion. Well, that's what I joked about with you when I sent it to you. I'm like, the NX was finally revealed, and I sent you the link to this thing. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> whatever. Uh, so we go from Nintendo, and, you know, we got done po- talking about the Pokemon stuff and everything, to Microsoft and Sony both saying no to Gamescom as far as a press conference. You know, uh, uh, Microsoft did it last year. They, they said no and didn't even show up last year. Uh, Sony also said no to a conference. This time Microsoft's going to be there with a fan fest. And Sony's just going to say, nope, Paris Games Week is much more important for us. Uh, Sony's excuse is that it's too close to E3 and that they would have nothing else to show. That's new, aside from what they always should eat three. I'm guessing. Uh, do you like this side? Do, do you feel like this makes Gamescom feel like it's less important? Yeah, totally. Like, um, I mean, who really cares about Gamescom, honestly? <laughs> I mean, uh, Microsoft used to make it a big deal where they would make a... I mean, the thing is, they made a huge stink about FIFA at E3, so it's like you're going to make the same stink about FIFA, even though it's in Germany this time, and we already kind of saw everything, so I could kind of see their point there. Um I, interesting if they're going to do a fan fest though. Xbox, no, you know, normally Microsoft doesn't do this kind of thing with the, the Xbox. Well, they need a good fan somehow, so that's one way to do it. <laughs> they'll start raffling. They'll start giving Xbox ones to whoever walks in the door. It's like you got to you got to upgrade in two months anyway. So here you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sony has kind of done this. You know, they did it last year. They're all about. Paris Games Week, that's our deal. I guess because nobody else goes to it, so they can have the whole thing to themselves. Right? I mean, that's... Yeah, the Paris Games Week is also pretty small. <laughs> yeah. And Nintendo, obviously, just absent, of course. They don't... No they... idea if they're even going to do Tokyo Game Show, either. They don't know what a press event is anymore. Yeah, it's... <laughs> They kind of they always do their their own thing. Uh, Microsoft's going to have Gears of War 4, Forza Horizon 3, Halo Wars 2, Recore, Sea of Thieves, We Have a Few, Everspace, which I guess is a one of their indie games, and Cuphead as the big headliners at that fan fest. So hey, at it's, least you get to play Cuphead. Yeah, surprised that thing's still isn't out yet. <laughs> what did they ever? Reveal a release date? Yeah, it was supposed release. to be out last year, and then it got delayed to this year, and they still haven't said like an actual announce date, though, so... I mean, it looked good at E3 and the stuff that we got to see, so hopefully it does end up coming out this year. I want to play that thing already. Remember how well Mighty Number no. 9 did? <laughs> oh, boy, don't remind me about Mighty Number no. 9 already. Uh, so, Star Wars Battlefront finally adding an offline mode in a week. And the third expansion is coming out as well, uh, called Death Star, which has new maps in space and on the ground, new weapons, new star cards, and one of the two heroes will be larger than life, and you've been waiting for them patiently. Jabba Bat. <laughs> I mean, they do have those hut contracts that you get to do all this 
I wonder why not. Uh, I guess this is the one where Lando's supposed to be. Or well, no. Who's not? Don't they already have Darth Vader and, and yeah, the Emperor in it? I mean, yeah, they were they were like default characters. <laughs> so like, if you're gonna call it the Death Star, who else that was on the Death? St- what Boba Fett? I guess. Or? No, he's in it. Yeah. He, so what? <laughs> who it, else is? It'll be general. Uh, it'll be Grand Moff Tarkin from the first Star Wars film. <laughs> I know Lando's supposed to be in one of these eventually, but yeah, his special move is breaking a Colt forty five bottle and like slashing people with it. <laughs> God. Uh, you know, I don't see where this what this costs by itself. But, I mean, it'll probably be that stupid yeah. thing from uh. Star Wars, like the new Star Wars film, that CGI thing, or whatever the hell it was. Oh, that thing? Uh, yeah. You don't think it could be, like, Kylo Ren or something? No. Uh, I mean, because he's not larger than life. <laughs> I don't know who on the people were just waiting for that guy to show. Like, when I saw that movie, that was not one of the characters I really wanted to see again. <laughs> just saying. Kylo Ren to the stupid CGI thing. Yeah, that... Whatever works for you. Uh, my my hope for that thing yeah. is... Because in the movie, it's supposed, it looked like it's 50 feet tall. My hope is that in real life, it's like 4 feet tall. It's the size of the Yoda. <laughs> That's what I really want. That'd be great. Would not be surprised. If that's what it is. Uh, Alright, so... I'm moving away from the Star Wars... Uh, Battlefront, uh, as everyone should, <laughs> as you should. Uh, the FTC has slapped Warner Brothers with a "you did not properly disclose that you paid YouTubers" for a positive press about Shadow of Mordor. Of course, this is the 2014 4-1 Game of the Year, uh, Shadow of Mordor. That's the distinction everybody's been clamoring for. Uh, not really, but yeah, might as well. Uh, even PewDiePie apparently was included in one of the hundreds to ten thousands of dollars that they spent on on getting YouTubers to give them positive press. I mean, this happens a lot more than people want to let on, right? Just, well, for YouTube and Twitch stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They aren't press. <laughs> right, they just pay them to do early Let's Plays or... They they are a the mar- part of the marketing department at this point. Like it's yeah. telling that it's telling that most people like when you get a game to review that there's already probably at least one or two yet let's plays of the entire game up before we get it to review. Right. Uh, even if you get it early, they're getting it, the same time like some of the big sites get it early. They're already halfway through the uh, let's play. We're the, we're the, I guess, I don't know what tier you call it, where we get it, like, the day that it comes out. And it's still amazing to me. Like, there's, besides the, the the ones you would think, you know, the Brad Rads and the PewDiePies and a couple of other ones, there's more out there. And it's just like, wow, you really need this many people to already have out there telling you why the game is great. It's just, uh... It's so weird to me sometimes. Um, but, I mean, do you think this this makes, like, websites look... I mean, because 
I know I go on certain websites and there's always those people that are like, oh, they just paid you to give them an 8.5 or something. Do you think it... Uh... I wish that was the case at 411. Yeah, right? Uh... If, I, if anyone wants to, you can find my email address in the profile on the site. <laughs> <laughs> I can finally start reviewing these uh, Black Shell Media games they keep sending me. For three thousand dollars, I'll give I'll give a decent enough review to one of those games at least. I mean, but do you think this affects like the websites negatively, like to make them think that oh, this also happens with them, not just to YouTube? I don't. I mean, it all depends on the website. Like, if you trust the people reviewing, like who are doing the reviews. Um, but I don't think it, te- it typically does not happen with reviews themselves. It just happens with everything else surrounding it. So, I don't think so necessarily. Like, I don't, I don't think, I don't know about you, but I never even called out for any specific review or saying, like, oh, they paid you to review this game or anything like that. If if they did, I'd laugh at them and say, look at my bank statement. No, they did not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, this is like, uh, I know IGN people say this all the time, and uh, I, and I've... I've seen it on GameSpot and a few others as well. People just shouting out that, how could you give this game this score? You had to get paid or something. And uh, I remember, like, uh, I think the IGN score for Rock Band 4 was pretty high. And I'll be honest, it probably was. And that that made people uh, say, oh, he got paid because they had all the, the press for Rock Band 4 before it came out, so blah, blah, blah. And it's like, listen, uh, you know, a lot of these sites, maybe they have ads and they have stuff for the game or whatever. It doesn't mean that they got paid. Now, let's, I'll, I'll be honest about this, though. When we, now, Adam has never specifically told us anything, but I remember when uh, the guy before Adam, who now actually works for the PR department in 2K, Ramon, uh, he would, there were some people that would view games and they would totally trash a game. I mean, like, they would just go on a rant in the review. And you're not supposed to really do that. So there became a mandate that it was like, hey, guys, like, you know, you can't just totally trash a game. You have to remember that we do get these games to review. And if we totally trash them, that means that that publisher or that developer may not send us a game again. So we do have to be mindful of that. Like, we, we have to sort of be more constructive about the way we say negative things. But that's about it. It's not like we can't give a game... Nobody's ever come out and told us, you can't give this game a 5. You can't give this game a 6. Like I've never know. had that. Like I don't, know, I don't know that guy, but the thing about that is, if you tra- if you rant about the game, at least support it in the review. Like, site-specific things. Like, if, you, if you're going to give like a game a 1.0 explain why just don't go like i don't like the game or something like that but yeah i mean we also had people that were just (laughs) this was in the early days where people were not paying attention but we had people that were just uh plagiarizing other reviews and then writing them uh but (laughs) that's another story for another day but Is, is this is this why uh oh what is it raven squad got like e3 for Woman Mania's E3 <laughs> award in like 2000. I don't know why that happened. I really don't. I was there at that E3. It's the only E3 you've ever given out awards for. 
That was also a Ramon thing. And I don't even know why Raven Squad got an award. I really don't. Um, like, I, I remember I, I was assigned to give Beatles Rock Band an award, but that was it. Like, the only time I've ever, I've ever not, like, been called out for a review specifically is when I can't finish a review. Like, for... Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I just can't suffer any suffer it anymore, or I have technical issues. But even if that... Like, the technical issues things, like, I think I did it for Metro Last Light, where it's like, I can't... I think I wrote the review, like, I can't give this game a score, because I can't finish it. And I made a video why, like, this is the bug I've encountered, and I can't get past this point. And it's funny is, I mean, I did that review three years ago, and I still get occasional YouTube comments going, like, I just hit the same bug. Did you ever fix it? And I'm just like, I'm not part of the game. Like, I'm not, I didn't, like, I didn't make it. Go bug them. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... Like, I guess I'm tight with, uh, some press people or some game. It's weird. Uh, some, like, press people or some developers and producers. Right. Like, when Infinity crumbled, I was friends with two of the guys on it, Johnny V and someone else. And me and Johnny v, v are still friends, but me and the other guy are not. And it made me question, like, wait, what? Is he just, like, using me? Like, yeah, to get, like, a good score? And it's like, if that's the case, you should have been slipping me cash. Like, <laughs> slip me that Iron Man like, game build review or something like that. I mean, come on, man. But, uh, yes, I mean... There is that line you have to you have to like watch out for also, but I mean it, it's I don't think it necessarily disclose everything like, but you still have to be so, like objective. Like I have a friend who does like a website where like all of her all of her uh, writers buy their own games and right. review, them. Mm-hmm. and it's like that's a noble enough goal, but you're not getting paid to write these reviews. Like they're coming out of your pocket mm-hmm. and. Like you're reviewing games, you reviewed like go like Gone Home, because you got it on PS Plus, and I'm just like that that game is a year or two old. <laughs> like no, there's still people reviewing that because it came out on the PS4 or Xbox One or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it came out six months ago or five months yeah. ago. Like she just reviewed it like a month ago, and it's like okay. I mean. I guess, but... Well, I'll be, I mean, when 411 first started the Game Zone, Ashish just told us, as long as the game is a year, like, came out from, I think we started in, like, April of 2007 or something. So, like, from April 2006 to then, it was okay because they needed a backlog of reviews. Yeah, they need content. Yeah. But... Uh, it's just weird, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, that's, I mean, we had to do that when we first started, because you obviously don't start a website and then automatically get PR companies to go, oh, yeah, here's our games. Like, yeah, you might find that one e-developer that says, sure, whatever, but. that Well, her uh, website it, is built around, like, they're not getting games ever. Like, they're going the whole, like, we are, we are buying everything ourselves, we're going to do oh, it. Oh, okay. And. It's a like, good luck. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I guess go ahead. But when I get a game for review, I, I'm not going to go automatically 7.0 and go up or down. It's just like I'm going to just review it on its own merits, and if they don't like it, 
they should have made a better game. <laughs> right, and uh, you know, and that's the thing too. Like, it's just uh, doing. I mean, I hope she's giving them uh, business expense write-offs because if she's not, that's some rather big expenses that those people are just spending money on. I don't know. Uh, I haven't. Talk, for, I haven't. Like, it's weird to talk to her about that. So I. I don't yeah. Know. Oh no. I mean, I guess like uh, there was a point I think where I had to talk a she shouldn't let me do that one year because i was like look between all the pay-per-views that i bought to do review or or yeah for for wrestling or, or just for game stuff and he let me do it but you know that's you got to be careful with that thing too because it's it's a lot of expense that you're spending and it's it's not just to it's also because you're you're trying to develop that that comfort level with the publisher developer so that Maybe you can get a preview copy, so you can do a preview of the game, not just do a review. It's, there's there's benefits to that too. Not just getting a game for free, per se. It's it's about having that trust with that developer and that publisher. And then of course they talk to people and they talk to people, and you get you know Nintendo or you get other people involved. So I don't you know it's it's however anybody wants to run their thing, but. Uh, yeah. I, it's it's not a bad. I think people that always immediately say that's a tor- terrible thing that you're doing, and and it, it automatically makes you look bad, and that you're getting paid. No, it's not. You know, like it would, like I'd like to go to E3, but I don't have. I'll, I don't think I'll ever have the money to go out there. Like I can maybe afford yeah. the plane ride, but unless I want to sleep at uh, Jeffrey Harris's house for a few nights, like. <laughs> yeah, and then to, then you also have, to have to the money to get on a either get on a bus. Or yeah. get a taxi or Uber or whatever, you know. It's so. like, have, it's like wait, he wakes me up like, all right, you drop, you drop me off at E3 and pick me up when you're done with work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, like, you've so. gone to E3, and I know some other people have. I think Adam did once, and Liana did, but she wasn't, like... She went, like, independently, like, essentially... <laughs> Right. The only reason I ever went was because we had a group of people and we all shared a, a ho- the hotel costs. And we had one guy that now works at Microsoft um, drive us around and everything. If I would have done it myself, there's no way. Like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so moving so, on. You go. The, the real bummer about all this stuff is, like, Shadow Mordor did not need that paid positive content. Like, it was a good game. And... The fact that not only our site gave it Game of the Year, but a lot of other sites did. Like, I assume they weren't paid off. I mean, it was just 2014, right? Yeah, Uh, yeah, 2014. Uh, That was kind of a weak year in games. And not to say that Mordor is a bad game, but that game would have shown out regardless of being, like, uh, paid content or not. So, like, they... It shows a profound lack of understanding on WB's part, I think. That they didn't I mean, it was it was a new game with a system that still nobody's really been able to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised that nobody's actually tried to copy that system yet in a game. And, uh... As, throw, it, throw it in the next Assassin's Creed game? <laughs> I've, I, you know what, when I saw that, I, I thought the first thing that would happen was... Ubisoft would would take that for Assassin's Creed, and they didn't. Yeah. Um, it's weird, because Assassin's Creed, like, that system essentially gives that game a lot more replayability than any other Assassin's Creed game has. 
Yeah, and then, like, no, I thought they would use it in, like, the Batman games and, and that kind of thing, and that didn't happen either. I guess Warner Brothers wanted it to be a Shadow of Mordor exclusive, too, um, which is fine, I guess. Uh, that makes that game unique. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it was winning a lot of awards. It wasn't just us giving that award, so it was it kind of sucked that they did that. Uh, for that game, but again, I mean, this this happens for games that we already know are going to be awesome before they even come out. So if they're going to do that, they should have done that for like DC Scribblenauts, yeah, Arkham, or Arkham Knight, or any of those Lego crap. Yeah, the Lego, uh, you know, other than Force Awakens, you probably uh, should have done that. But um, moving uh, from there, uh, there there wasn't a whole lot of stuff. I mean, a lot of this stuff came out. Like today, uh, I'll be honest with you, people. Almost every news story is about Pokemon Go in the past five days. Seriously, everything is Pokemon Go, and I'm not saying that as a uh, hating on Pokemon Go, just saying it's, it's the truth. Honestly, uh, Batman Arkham Collection not coming out in November. That's uh, well, good that we know a release date at least. Well, it's rumored to come out in November, but it's pretty unknown still. <laughs> Would not be surprised. Two thousand. Uh, seventeen. On like that. I would, I would, re- I would rather they take their time on it than I'm trying to push it out the door and make a quick buck. But their past few games, they've done that. So yeah, true. Uh, it seems like they're trying to avoid that this time, but you never know. If push comes to shove, they just decide. It'll probably be out at least before March of 2017. I would. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a uh, an X launch game. Well, I say March because that'll be the end of their fiscal quarter. So that's true too. Uh, so uh, Hearthstone now has a which apparently they did this in WoW too. Oh yeah, uh, the recruit a friend. Um, yep. where you can. Recruit a friend, and you get a different skin for a shaman hero, which is uh, you get the murloc. And if you sign up more friends, you get classic card packs, which that's not a bad uh, thing to give people, you know. Well, it's their whole pyramid scheme to get people to play the game. I don't think they necessarily need that help with the um, need that help with Hearthstone, but you know. It doesn't hurt. They didn't need it at WoW, but look at where WoW is now. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. WoW, I think... Like, eventually you reach a, you reach a plateau with new players, so it's like... Right. And especially the way Hearthstone keeps getting more and more uh, meta as far as... Like, I don't think I could even look at that game anymore and, and know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. It's, it's been so long, but... You know, it's it's gonna reach that point too. With like you said, with new players, where they're not gonna be able to come in because the barrier of entry is so hard. That other than redoing the game over or kind of babying it, which was what a lot of people complained about them doing with WoW to try to get new players. Um, that it's it's gonna be a, a difficult one. So uh, they're also they also introduced an over, new Overwatch hero, which looks very similar to. The uh, the warlord in Destiny, uh, more like a shot at Destiny, really. 
for Overwatch. <laughs> what did you think when you saw this? I immediately I said, "Oh God!" And they're just oh they, the, they, the no warlock trouble. thing. Yeah, yeah, was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> I mean, you know, Blizzard isn't gonna shy away from like we know we're better, so. You may have more players because you've been around longer, but, uh, you know, we do not care. Yeah. <laughs> well, they already took down uh, Battleborn, so might as well take, a, take down a real game now. Is Battleborn pretty much, like, not... I haven't heard anybody playing that game. Uh, I listened to another from podcast, and they were theorizing that Battleborn's gonna, probably going to go free-to-play in six months, and I would agree with that. <laughs> that would not surprise me at all. Because I mean, no one plays it. Um, they try to make it... They they just try to push it too hard, I think. And the pro, like, I also don't think it's very... Like, I've heard it's not very good in the first place. Like, that's one problem. One strike against it. So, if it, if it was a good game that no one was playing, that'd be, that'd be one thing. But if it's kind of a shoddy game and then no one's playing it, it's like, well, maybe these two things are kind of related somehow. Yeah, possibly. I mean, that's the same thing, too. I've heard that uh, it's not anywhere near as good as Overwatch. And and the fact that they got really nervous when Overwatch announced the beta at the same time they were releasing kind of tells you they did not. The confidence level they necessarily had in that game from the from the word go. So. 2K just can't catch a break. Yeah, they... Uh, also ruffled some feathers today uh, with the... They announced the Collector's Edition for W2K17. This bothers me because all three of these characters came out or showed up before WrestleMania, which is usually their cutoff. Apollo Crews, Nijax, and Nakamura showed up like a couple days before WrestleMania. And so they're releasing them as an NXT pack, as DLC, which means... Probably you won't get this until way later, because it's part of this collector's edition. Now the the Finn Balor demon statue is pretty cool, and the signed uh, thing that the thing that Nakamura signed is pretty cool too. So I think what they included is worth the extra money. I'm not saying that that's what's wrong. Is that I think unless the NXT pack becomes some kind of another pre-order thing that you can do aside from Goldberg, like. This kind of sucks because Nakamura is gonna be one of those guys you want to play with from the word go for a lot of people, not just me. Uh, and then it's gonna be hidden. It's gonna be behind the damn DLC wall. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but look at how kind of dumb or gross that past WWE games have been with their collector's editions. Yeah, that Hogan one that was. Yeah. Uh, the Sting stuff, or the Terminator stuff, also, that was bad last year. Um, yeah, the Terminator one was just weird. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, they're just trying to squeeze as much money as they can out of it, because that's all they got. Yeah, I mean... I... Like, I, I don't want... Look, uh, I understand the way DLC is. I get it that these AAA companies have to spend a lot of money on these games, and I'm not saying that it's wrong at all to have the DLC. I just think that there's some times where it's just like... 
like I get it if it's past your cutoff, but if you say your cutoff is WrestleMania, then all those characters that came before should not be subjected to the DLC wall. But it is what it is. Um, not really going to be able to change that much. I just hope you're not waiting like six months after the game comes out. Oh, finally, this comes out. It's like, well, I'm done really caring about the game at this point. So, well, didn't they do that last year with the Terminator stuff and Sting? Like, can't you still not buy Sting? Yeah, I st- I st- and they're probably going to do that with Goldberg, too. I think you still cannot buy Sting. Like, I know on, like, G2- G2A or Kingwin, like, you can buy the PC version, like, a Terminator code for, like, WWE 2K16 for, like, a buck or something. And it's like, this is supremely stupid. <laughs> like, how- they're not getting money, so... I-, I mean, WWE isn't, so it's like, why don't they just make this and go from there? <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh... Let me, yeah, let me see real quick. Uh, but, yeah, they should just... I mean, ideally, what, the, what you'd probably want is them to make a very good wrestling engine game and just sell you characters piecemeal. Yeah, uh... I don't know. I mean, the way that they do this is so weird. Like, they'll add... Like, I don't know, I think what's cool is 2K has added a lot more content than THQ used to offer for the game, so I'm not going to complain there. Uh, just from, they make it a lot more worth it to own it and then get the DLC, like, season pass later, but I guess that's my issue with it, is just the characters Here, they picked. Here's the thing, it's, uh, buy Terminator, to the T-800 for Xbox One, for 2K16, for 76 cents. <laughs> and it's like why didn't like why don't they just sell it I mean sell like a month after the fact and just go here put it out I don't get that either like, it's just I get it it's a pre-order incentive but how many people really pre-order that kind of thing like I think honestly the whole pre-order stuff is a bit overblown and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to buy the game later. It just means that right then maybe what if you don't like especially at the time that it comes out when there's other big games coming out like you need you have to expect that your game is not going to be number 1 on everybody's list and that doing that kind of thing it's just excluding you from have from Saying, "Oh man, I I can get Goldberg with this. Maybe you make him pay five dollars extra or something." But just, ugh, it's just kind of silly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not as egregious as the uh, every store has a different pre-order thing, which is the worst. But yeah, it's not. It's not Mortal Kombat. <laughs> God, that is the like seriously. I hope that that dies a death soon. That whole like. How the hell are you going to pre-order a game in three different places? Like, well, you're not. You're going to pre-order it three different places and then cancel two of the pre-orders. <laughs> yeah, but th- that's the point, though. Like, how on earth, why do you exclude content to certain stores? It's like, how, it's not like, uh, you know, the Amiibo or any other kind of thing where you say, okay, it's only at Toys R Us. Well, you can go to Toys R Us whenever and, and buy it if it's there. Like, you're excluding a piece of content that maybe is really cool, like say a Goldberg or say uh, this or, or anything else, and you go, oh well, you if you only pre-order at Best Buy, which you may never shop at, 
uh, you get this. And if you pre-order at GameStop, you get this. It's like, really? That's so beyond dumb. But That's the business world. <laughs> people just sometimes don't think too much about what they decide to do, I guess. Um, the Games Done Quick raised almost $1.3 million. Uh, you know, we talk about so many things that people don't do well or that, you know, we sort of knock game companies sometimes. Uh, I think it's always cool to acknowledge this kind of thing of when you raise money for a charity. Um, and it raised... Uh, this is for the Doctors Without Borders. So that's pretty cool. Always good yep. to see that kind of thing. I watched it. I watched some of it. It was pretty solid. Yeah, Pokemon Blue twenty got beaten in like 25 minutes, which is crazy. I watched but, the Sonic 2006 one, and that was funny. <laughs> How fast did they... Uh... Uh, I think under an hour. It's not bad. Or like an hour and like five minutes or something like that. But they also did like a lot of crazy stuff. So there's a Saw 8 coming, and at this point I was like, there's a Saw 7? I remember yeah. there being 6. And I unabashedly will say that I saw all 6. But, uh, hey, I like those Saw movies. Um, I think the 7th one was considered the 3D movie, which was bad. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's been far enough that I think this could work. Did you did you ever care about the Saw movies? I never saw them. I know the first one. Um, I like the first one got pretty solid reviews, and I like the main like the evil chick in those movies. I can think in two and three. Um, but the guys got like more and more outlandish and crazy. So like you're approaching the Final Fantasy numbering system at this point. So. Just do a reboot and let it go from there. <laughs> Especially because, yeah, when you're getting to like eight and you're trying to, and you also call it legacy, which means makes it seem like you're also honoring stuff from the other movies, which that's seven movies people got to go watch. I mean, that's, that's a lot. I mean, also, yeah, it's kind of the same. You'd have to watch for the Marvel Cinematic Universe or whatever, but. Well, also it's like, what, what is there left? Like the main guy is dead, I think. Every like surround like every other recurring character is probably dead, or at least not coming back. So what is there like left to cherish or you know, have have a legacy over? It's like, what is it? You know what's weird with it is that. What the, the main bad guy still leave more more videotapes of himself? It's like yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like I think that was the deal that. Uh, they, I remember in, I don't know if it was five or six, the whole storyline was that he died, but there was a videotape of him, or there was, uh, he went, his, like, who he is was in somebody else or something, it was something so stupid, like, just, yeah. I was like, why can't he just die again? Like, just, you can't just, to, ma- they can still draw some blood out of that stone, <laughs> Like, you can't uh, just have somebody else be Jigsaw. Like, who cares? Like, it'd you be, have... <laughs> Go ahead. It'd be like Jigsaw's kid or something, like, really stupid like that. Like, look at how look at how dumb Halloween got, or Friday the 13th, or anything like that. 
yeah, it's what like Jigsaw's kid that nobody knew about for the whole series, and all of a sudden, oh, here's this thirty year old dude. Oh, I have to carry on his legacy or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I watched some of the gameplay for this, and it just seems like a total uh, fetch quest game. Like that's all you do. Uh, it's called Rent a Hero. It came out for the Genesis. It's it was only released in Japan. There is a English. Uh, if you go find a ROM, there is an English translation, and you can find the English translation like Let's Plays of it. They are going to make a movie of Rent a Hero. Sure, it's based <laughs> on an old. It's based on like an old comic, so right. I mean, why not? I think they'll probably someone will probably get it or try to do like it's kind of a neat idea i guess but yeah i mean literally like it's called the rent a hero because literally you're going around and just running errands uh from what gameplay i saw for random people in the town like oh this guy's sick go find something to make him better oh this I, i have this girl that like i need to tell her that i love her so you need to send her this love letter for me and it's like Wow, I could see that more as like a TV show, honestly. Like, yeah, you know, like kids rent a hero to like beat up the bully or something, and then right. after the time is allotted, like the kid goes, "Are we still friends?" And the hero goes, "No," he just walks away. Right, that'd be pretty good, actually. Good God, the dog is ridiculous today. Uh, there's also a Shinobi movie being made. I did not know that. Um, sure, that'll be a winner. <laughs> I could be, I guess, if they do it right, but I don't have faith that that's going to happen. Uh, so speaking of movies, you know, the Assassin's Creed movie is coming out, and the, uh, the, the Ubisoft is coming out and going, it's not about the money that we earn from it. It is about brand awareness and marketing. What brand awareness? Like, there is no game that is coming out with this movie. Also, right, so it's it, one of the biggest franchises in the video game world. Like, how much bigger do you think it's going to get? <laughs> yeah. Also, the movie's going to be terrible. So, <laughs> it's like, what what are you hoping to get like achieve here? <laughs> I, I guess they think that people are just going to watch this movie and go, oh, I can do all this stuff in the game that I may have never played that's been around since, what, 2007? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll start playing them now. Yeah, it's like I'll go back to the first one from two thousand seven, and oh god, I hope you they'll, don't. They'll play that for ten minutes and go fuck this, and just never play them again. Yeah, that's the point. Like that's supposed to be modeled sort of after the first game, right? So, yeah, that's probably not the best one to model it after. <laughs> uh, also, like, I think some Ubisoft guy said, like we anticipate the movie's not going to do well, like critically, and I'm like, yeah, well. I should tell you something right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we know this movie's going to suck, but, hey, hopefully you, like, want to buy the game after you see it. It's like, that, hey, it, it already got made, so we're kind of, we kind of have to push this movie now. <laughs> that, that amazes me, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're just going to out there and go, yeah, this movie is not going to be seen well, but, uh, yeah. Like, why would you even admit that at all? 
Well, then, like, like some other Ubisoft guy had to go, like, oh, we, uh, we screwed, like, he doesn't, he didn't, uh, he didn't speak for us, or he didn't, he didn't talk. <laughs> no, the typical PR jargon. Oh, he messed up, sorry. Like, oh, yeah. he doesn't represent our views. <laughs> like, whatever. I can't wait until that movie comes out and it's just a total fiasco, like <laughs> like this Ghostbusters movie is now. Oh, yeah, I just saw my friend was apparently watching it. Uh, apparently the Ghostbusters actors themselves, like the Ghostbusters characters are not bad. It's just everything around them is bad, supposedly. Yeah, I, like, the, I've heard the bad guys and the undercooked thing like, in movie cinema in quite a while. <laughs> like he, <sighs> makes, he makes Marvel bad guys look like, competent and well thought out. <laughs> <sighs> Well, um, that about does it for this week. Uh, what did you do for your top eight? Uh, top eight anime games was this week. How did that go? I got almost no comments, and I'm glad about that, because anime fans are kind of the worst. Yeah, I got no comments for the uh, the top five ghosts in video games last week either. So. And next week will be about top, top eight Sonic games, and... It's kind of a challenge to find good eight, to find eight good Sonic games in the world. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine. Um, like I'm having to, I'm having to split up Sonic Three and Sonic and Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would too, because that covers about four games. Or you know, if you include all the numbered ones plus Sonic and Knuckles, or at least include three of the numbered ones. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the top five this week is top... Why am I drawing a blank? Uh, Top five first-person perspective games, uh, which gives people a lot of games to choose from because of... uh, What's the game that's coming out? Damn it. Why can't Uh, I think right now? Adrift. Because of Adrift coming out, which... That's supposed to be one of those, you know, big-time... Ah, like special artistry, you know, indie games. That's why they're charging thirty dollars for it. So, well, it's weird that game came out on PC and no one like it got no buzz about it whatsoever. Yeah, it came I, out and just like flew away in a week. Wasn't it an E3 or it out, was it a the video games uh, awards that they made a big deal about this game? Yeah, I think it was video yeah. game awards. Yeah. And, and it came out. I think it's only three or three or four hours long. And yep, that's about nothing. it. Nothing. <laughs> uh, so Neverwinter finally coming to PS4 next week. I'm sure that there are people just dying to play that. Um, it, you know, it's actually not that bad. I played it some on Xbox One. It's just you know, it took them what like a year and year and a half for that thing to come out to PS4. Uh, the Indigo Prophecy PS2 Classic version is coming out. Um, the Infinium Strike game came out today. Uh, also, uh, the Move Love game, Move Love, which is a two-part VN, comes out today. Uh, Ark Survival of the Fittest finally comes to the PS4. I know everybody's been waiting for that thing. I'm sure it'll play yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> Monster Hunter Generations comes out tomorrow. Which, you know, I'm sure there will be plenty of 3DS uh, owners that are just 
antsy for that game because it's it's one of the best the things that sell the best on on 3ds and it already has two sets of amiibo out and everything um and the i am sets in a game which now squares gonna make me figure out how to come up with 20 dollars next week i've been waiting for this game to come out so is that how much really, it is i'd imagine it's 15 to 20 oh it's 40 <laughs> oh it's 40 f that I think I'm waiting for a sale. I don't think I have $40. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, it's 40 on Steam. I don't know how much it'll be on console. Oh, I'm but. sure it'll be the same if it's 40 on Steam. Jesus. Who and the Kill Strain. Uh, it's a 5 on 5 top-down shooter from SCE. So, Sony making that game. Um, I, mean, I swear I remember hearing something about Kill Strain for a little while, and then just nothing. It'll be... Uh, uh, Fifty bucks on uh, PS4. <laughs> oh Jesus! Okay, yeah. Square, why do you do this? Why do you do that? Uh, I hope it lives up to the hype. It's supposed to be a really good game. I thought it was supposed to be an indie, like sort of indie game that Square was making, not full-fledged like big time charging you. I don't know why you just don't charge people sixty dollars. What's the difference between charging the fifteen sixty at that point? But Whatever. Uh, yeah, so that's going to do it um, for this week. Uh, you know, Enjoy your games. We'll see what what comes out in, in the news next week. And, and until then, see you later, everybody. Later.